It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus, you're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Starts now. Booyah. <laughs> hey! Here we are. Here we are. I want to uh, commend Tyvis on his old school Cavs jacket. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those are fire back. Cavs. Those are the best colors. Cavs I agree. Those I agree. The, powder, the black and powder blue is the best. I don't care. What yeah, those were really? nice too, but I, these are my favorites. I, yeah, I have sentimental touch. I got to a that. sweatshirt with that. Those colors. Too. Really nice. Yeah. Really nice. How long has that, has that been in your possession? About five years. So you bought it. A retro yeah, item after, okay. Because yeah. I know somebody that has, still has the coat oh from when it was originally issued. Yeah, you know, Starter Jack has always had them retros in there. So yeah, that's a nice look. Nice, mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. nice look. Uh, welcome to the program. Joe Flacco is going to join us in the second second hour, right? Noon? Yep. Coming on at noon. Yeah, yes, very sir. nice. Very nice. So we'll ask him, you know, Flacco his thoughts on the season. Uh, what his future holds. Will he be with the Browns? Is he, I think he's has established with Bull and others that, yeah, he'd love to be back in right. Cleveland if it works out that way. But I saw a list of the top 50 free agents coming into the season. Who was number one? Tyvis? I think Baker Mayfield. Was. No, it should be Tyvis. Tyvis Powell. Yeah, you're right. Tyvis Powell. I'm still, I'm still After available. you. Still available. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the program. We've got a lot to get through, most notably the Cavs last night. We're going to start with that. But before we do, Mikey McNuggets was at the game, saw it up close and personal. Uh, I liked what I saw. It looked good. These are, you know, for everybody that was saying, you know, they were racking up wins against bad teams. True. But these last two have been uh, contenders in the East and now the West. What'd you think, Mikey? Out of a 1 to 10, what'd you think last night? It was an impressive win. Like, no other way to. Like, maybe an 8, 9? I would say a 9. The the crowd was awesome. I know, man. The Clippers. This was not a back-to-back. They played in Boston on right. Saturday. They had Sunday off, so it's a rested team. They had sure. 90% healthy. They're missing Ivanka Zubak, but he's been out for a while. Yep. And without him, they're a relatively smaller team in the front court. They have a bunch of wings, which I thought would be a bit of a mismatch for the Cavs offensively. But Isaac Okoro's balling his you-know-what off. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell's playing mm-hmm. point guard as well as just about anyone in the league right now, which I didn't think he had in him, and he's proven yeah. me wrong. And we saw JB kind of stagger the minutes of Allen and Mobley who made uh, 21 minutes last night, almost had a double-double. I left that game very, very impressed, and I know we're going to get into it in a sec, but if you're not buying into what this team's doing yet, I'm not sure what else they can do before the postseason starts well, for you to buy in. I was going to say, they can win a playoff series. That's how you get people to buy in. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they at this can't point, do they can't the do playoffs. that yet. So yeah, yeah. No, you're what right. else do they have to do? You're right. And think about where we, where we are now compared to where we were 13 games into the season. I, I know several media members that had already written. It's in the business called the obituary, even though it's not fair, but they had already written yeah. the JB is fired story. Yeah, I mean, that was the Waiting biggest for story th- for the first six weeks of the year. When mm, was yeah. JB going to get fired? That and, the Mitchell, and Mitchell getting traded. Right. Who's and now those first? stories are both off the table. Y'all might want to yeah. get a, y'all might get a um, you know, little package. I don't know how y'all going to watch this game, but the Cavs exciting. This ain't the same they squad. they supposed to be moving the prime? Hmm? That's, then somebody texts us that they move. I don't think that's this year. I think oh, next year. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, you got to buy the package. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> yeah I mean, the, as someone who hasn't been as locked in on the Cavs as you, as some other guys have, I got to say, like, watching yesterday's game was, first of all, I, I say this to Mike and G before the show, Isaac Okoro on offense, we always know he's been good on defense, yeah. but mm-hmm. he seems to be playing with a level of confidence on offense that I've never noticed before. I, I, we saw it in the playoffs last year. You got me scared to shoot. 
And maybe the same thing will happen in the playoffs this year. I hope not. But he's playing with a high level of confidence on the offensive side. And, you know, just watching the way they're moving the ball right now. Like, we haven't seen this in forever. Even the great teams with LeBron didn't move. Obviously, those teams were better. But they didn't move the ball like this. They didn't play this style. Of, and it's fun watching the ball move with all these crazy passes. It's I never standing it. still. Hey, that's for it's sure. About, it's about time y'all put some respect on this man. First of all, y'all, y'all wait. Actually, Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Wait, well, he's been respected. No, 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 no. It ain't, so, it ain't to that level. Wait, wait, has wait, he wait, been disrespected? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, put no you talking about on. the guy that's the greatest Cavalier to ever play? <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't put a lot of respect on his name. Man, how oh taking Gosh. You snuck that one in. back there. Co-sign you back there. Hey, you co-signed that 35% loan back there, that interest rate. I hear you back there. But here, listen, one thing that we, we they thought about Donovan Mitchell, he's showing you he's a much more uh, 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 dynamic playmaker than you saw. 12 assists right here against one of the, one of the better teams. And uh, look at it it's like this. There were some shots that Kawhi Leonard, that uh, Paul George was all in his face. Paul he George. was hitting that and 12 assists and the leadership. I, you know, a lot of people thought Donovan Mitchell was just a high volume, small guard shooter who doesn't really play defense during this little stretch. You starting to see uh, not only <laughs> the intensity, not only playing through little knickknack injuries, but he's getting people involved. He's unlocked Jared Allen. You see Max Struess is hitting, hitting a couple shots. And they still are able to play their game. I wanted to see what they was going to do when Mobley came back and to see if Jared Allen was going to take a step back. Yeah. No, no, no. no 2017. Didn't it feel like Donovan was like, because the Clippers have four superstars, yeah, right? Aging, four, but four superstars. Right, but they're four superstars. Oh, yeah. They're four oh, guys that are all going to be in the Hall West of Fame, aren't they? Oh, yes. Four, yeah. four yeah. going to be. I mean, no question. You know, no so like I think Donovan Mitchell was like, I'm better than all you guys. Now, ten years ago, this Clippers team would have been a hell of a hell of a unit. Oh, it's still a good team though. They're good. No, they're they very are. good. But sure. I, I mean, you know, they're all aging and they all resemble their old selves, but they're missing part of their game. Yeah, I think that's safe sure. to say. When you brought up the Isaac Okoro thing, that's it was interesting because wasn't Isaac Okoro like playing really well and then he got like hurt right before the end of the year or something like that? I don't remember him getting he injured was, last year, did he? I don't something re- happened. He was he playing. Had minor, he had been in a good shoulder. stretch in the middle of the season. Yeah, right? he yeah. was balling and then he like fell off. He got well, like got hurt or something. We've got much more on the Cavs, but first Mikey needs a read and uh, that'll that'll get us off and running. Yeah, we got a bunch of winning tickets based off the Cavs game last night and other NBA action. But if you want to get in on the action during Super Bowl season, you better be celebrating with FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. If you're like us, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seats on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. And FanDuel has a ton of different ways to help you end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, but you can also bet on which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. And right now, new customers who join today get $200 in bonus bets if their first bet of $5 or more wins. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to sign up. That is FanDuel.com slash UCSS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And we got two winning tickets today. The first one comes from Cody Anderson. I like this because he used hashtag 8-legger Monday. An eight-leg same-game parlay throughout the NBA last night. $33 won him $821.86. He had three different... Have a relief pitcher named Cody Anderson? Cody Cody Allen. Cody Allen. Cody Allen, Allen, but I feel like they had a Cody Allen. Or maybe it was another team. I don't know. Maybe this is that guy, but he he hit eight different parts of a same-game parlay over three different games and once again turned $33 into $821. Big-time winner, just like the Cleveland Cavaliers were last night. Nice, nice. McNuggets, man, I like to say this, man. Listen, I'm putting... Putting it out there, the challenge. Only the real OGs. It's, it's only twenty and above. I need to see twenty legs. Twenty legs. What are the odds of hitting a twenty plus? Yeah, That's crazy. where I go for. Yeah, I go crazy. for the twenties. Is that That's all, all you're playing now? All I'm paying is twenty. That's crazy because I put a twenty leg in and missed about one they, like that, a couple days ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was sick. <laughs> twenty <laughs> out of twenty one. Oh you, my you god! Back. Just, I, I, I lost a twenty leg. The only thing I needed, I had a little skin in the game on the Cavs and Clippers. Your boy Paul George is disappointing. Yeah, he messed my ticket up. You only had to get 15 points. I put, I put oh, you down you on had the same thing as man, me. Man, a most <laughs> Him and Harden. I was yeah. like, oh, Y'all my can't goodness. get 15? 
Jared Allen showed up. Hey, listen, I even had I even had your boy Max Struess for ten. I had you for two threes. He hit three of them. Yes. Mm. By the way, G, How about I, that technical foul. By the way. I, <laughs> What the world? What's the NBA officiating needs to be addressed? Hey, listen, she, we've been saying to, that for years. But hey, this particular instance, I know it's it's it is the hardest sport to officiate. Yeah, I think she wasn't playing with him. But I mean, <laughs> what are you doing? She was like, you threw that basketball. I she mean, didn't throw it. it. He was just like, he here. handed it. She like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you boom. <laughs> I don't like your attitude. <laughs> she was setting the you know, precedent. You tell a story on the show where you once uh, dropped your fiance, or or maybe divorced <laughs> your wife. Yeah, I did because you didn't like. Her attitude. I, mean, I, I listen. <laughs> listen. I, I just didn't like her tone at that yeah. time. Their tone was, that was crazy. It. That was the end of the relationship. Crazy. <laughs> but gee, you said you said something a few minutes ago where you said Donovan has not gotten enough respect. Now I can't speak for anybody else. I'm going to speak for myself. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. For me, you're right. I have not given Donovan enough respect. Now, there are th- there's parts of his game. First of all, he's got to be better in the playoffs. No yes. doubt. No of course. Doubt. When it of course. And nobody's... No, he's not. He shouldn't be compared to guys like LeBron and KD, Steph Curry. He's not on that level, but he's on the next level of NBA players. I yes. think that's where he's rated. I think yeah. if you ask people, that's where they would but tell I you think, he is. I, I'm just speaking for me. Maybe I'm, yeah. I'm saying I have underrated him to, to degree, and this this is why. This is what has stood out to me as I finally come around and watched a little more of the Cavs, which I'm now going to get locked in the rest of the year. <laughs> But I didn't watch enough early in the season, which is a bad job out of me. But I had made this promise that I wouldn't watch if they did anything. It was stupid, whatever. But what we're noticing, and I'm sure all the fans that are the diehards that have watched more than me, have got to be noticing that Donovan in this point guard role where he's the guy is making everybody better. And there's not that many players that do it. I think the reason, or a big part of the reason that all these other guys are playing well is because Donovan Mitchell believes in them, and he's given them the ball, and he's given them a chance, and he's showing confidence. And if the best player on the team shows confidence in his teammates, well, they're going to be more confident in themselves. How does that change, though, now that, that Darius is coming back? Well, he's, I mean, he's not. When's he coming back? Tomorrow. It was actually yeah. tweeted out just a few minutes oh. ago by Shams that Darius Garland's expected to make his return Wednesday night versus the Pistons. We'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. One thing on Bulls point with Mitchell, the Cavs are shooting more threes than they have at any point in the JV era. Yep. Mitchell, and last night, I don't have the number. They don't track this stat, but <clears throat> at least a dozen times. Gets to the paint, draws two defenders, and kicks out to a wide-open shooter. Yeah. And that, he always has done that. Yeah. But now that he has the ball kind of more, but it's not sticking in his hands like it had in the past, that's kind of unlocked everyone now, to make that one extra pass. Mike, here's my fear. Because everybody tells me that, no, 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 this team absolutely has, has to have Garland and Mitchell on the court at the same time. Has to happen. What, what happens now? Is he going to be less <laughs> likely to give the ball back because he realizes he may not touch it again on that possession. He, he got to get push. off the ball, McNuggets. Garland has to get off the shock a little more. I See, that's what I think, too. And I, I don't know if JB has come to that. But we can make a list of takeaways that we've learned because of the injuries recently. And to me, that's one of them. Come and the, the other ball. one is, I think, and I think we saw it last night. I know he was doing load management because he's just coming back. I love checkerboarding the minutes for Mobley and Allen. I love it. And he came back, and you saw, and we talked about it. Jared Allen not only did not decrease in his production, he went out there and got 20 and 17. And Mobley and, and Rusty missed a lot of chippies and bunnies. And still got a double-double. still double. got almost in, got a double-double. Yeah, he, I think he was one rebound short, but he did it in 21 minutes. Look, I'll take that. We'll take that. Uh, Jason wrote a great column this morning in The Athletic, and he talked about that Mobley's got to shoot threes. It's really that simple. See, I I, I, I read that, and I yeah. disagree with you. Uh, 
Well, you disagree with him, but I... I yeah, okay, yeah, 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 it's his premise. But I guess you do disagree with me, too. If, you, if you're co-signing it, yes, because... I think he's 100% why you, right. Why do you disagree with this? Because he's got to prove he can make threes first. You can't just say, oh. we need threes from this player. Obviously, they well, need threes Well, how can he prove it if he's not shooting it? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. He supposedly went into the lab in the offseason and worked on the three. And before he got hurt, he was shooting threes. And he wasn't making them. But how many threes was he shooting before that? Mike, what's his number of threes uh, on the season? Give me a second, I'll pull it up. He did cut back. Because I think out of necessity, we, we, we can listen. We so, can, we can learn from Isaac Okoro. Isaac Okoro was left alone last year. This year, when they asked him about it, he said, "Listen, they're leaving me me open. Even if I miss or make it, yeah. I got to just shoot it with confidence gotta because be I got to spread the floor. It got to be a threat. That's All what right. I, I want to know. So when 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 Mobley's in, yeah. okay, you don't want him shooting threes. Not is he, he, is he, he can... in at the four or the five? See, for that's, you? that's what I need to know. And listen, because if he's that's at what the... I need to know. That's the big question. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. We got it. The Cavs are obviously showing that they're better playing this style of basketball. But, but, and, but let me just finish. Okay. If Evan Mobley can hit, th- like he he should have the ability to hit threes. The regular season is the time to find out. When do we? When else do we well, find well, out? Well, I, well, I have your numbers here. So as a rookie in 2020. Evan Mobley attempted 92 threes in 69 games. So just over one three a game. Yeah. What was his percentage? uh, 25%. Okay. Too low. Last season, 79 games, 102 threes. So same. A little bit more. It was like 1.3 versus 1.2. Right. 22%. This year in 22 games, he's only shot 10 threes. Okay. So now. It's gone down and it's 20%. But here's my takeaway from that. I think the Cavs finally realized it's not going to happen. He went down year one to year two in his three-point shooting but he percentage. he's 19 years old. He's 21 now. But here's what I'm saying. But, Bull, Jay, the only way you can do it is if – the only way you can find out is if you do it. That's not true. With shooting, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. With shooting, obviously things change when you got a hand in your face. But I think they've learned from watching him shoot in practice with nobody in his face – he just isn't going to be that guy. I and Bull, it's like we yeah. say the outfielder should hit more home runs for the honest, Guardians. To be honest. You can say that. You need them to hit home runs. But it doesn't mean they're going to because you need Jay, the sure. But JB has said they want him to shoot three more. J- well, clearly that's they're off of that <laughs> do you, track. Do you know how you become a better three-point shooter in the game? Become a better three-point shooter in practice. No, you just can't care. You got to not give a F. So, in other words, it's gotta, all you, it's When you all get the mental. ball, when you get the ball, just shoot it. I like, mean, don't Mike, care. Just shoot it. You're the shooter of the group. I, I do think there is something to that. You have to be, right, well, you have to be I, uncovered. I know, because I listened to Rajon Rondo are, say, he said, it's like, Rajon, well, what's, it's easy what's for Rajon Rondo like, to why say. Why are you able to shoot more when threes? He said, well, because I stopped caring. I just yeah, shoot it. You're talking about a seven-footer. And we talked about this on the program a number of weeks ago about why women are more built from a skeletal standpoint to shoot three-pointers. Things are more in line. Men have bigger collarbones. Their shoulders are broad. That gets their arms in funny angles. It's not a given that he's going to become a great shooter. There are a lot of players that have tried with all of their might to become better free uh, uh, shooters. We saw Shaq a couple of years. He went from, I don't care about free-throw shooting. I'm going to still score 30 a game. To okay, I see with the Hackashack, I've got to get better. He never got better, but, there are, but he worked on it. There, there are sitters like Brooke Lopez who've turned himself into a True. really good three-point shooter. And, and, and so there's examples both ways. Yes. yes. So I'm, I'm so wondering. You got, that's why you got to try it. I'm why, wondering. Else well, you know? the Cavs certainly made it a point of emphasis after his rookie season. They told him this offseason, you're going to get better at shooting threes. He came back and he got three percentage points worse. I think that. Listen, to be honest with you, for him. You got to think about a mind of an NBA player. If he can just put on tape that he has the ability to, so say he moves to the five. Let's, for example, let's say he moves to the five and him and Donovan is running pick and roll, okay? Right. To have the threat of a guy that can pick and stay at the three point line or roll, that's that's a lot. And I then know on it top is. of that, if he does stay at the three point line, that takes the big out of the paint. Now Donovan can finally go to the cup no, and he'll I, have to kick it. He can so finish. So what you're, what you're explaining is a fantasy. <laughs> because, no, I, I don't, I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. What, let me say it this way. What you're saying is the perfect situation. Yes. Because obviously now he becomes a threat on the outside. That changes the way everybody plays defense against him. But, Mike, on the point of him becoming a better shooter, 
Bull is saying you just got to try. It's just he's got to. Yeah, do what's it. the downside? Shoot, shoot it up there. Well, the downside is if he comes, if he, if you give him a high volume of shots, yeah. and he's shooting twenty two percent, yeah. The analytics tell you, yeah. if you want to go to analytics, that you have to hit a thir- a certain threshold I, of your threes, but for it to be an advantage for you to keep taking I, them. I know that, but it's the regular season. So, You're getting ready for the playoffs. Who cares if you win? So, if you lose a game because he's working on his three point shot, who cares? Well, he did it for two seasons. He shot enough. Jay, he's for a big years guy. Old. Mike, he's all, he's can only he become taking a great shooter based on what you've seen. Say, say the question again, sorry. Can he become a great three-point shooter or serviceable? And I don't I just, I'm say, I just need a serviceable. No, He's got to be yes. in the 30s. But here's the thing. For the Cavs to be at their best defensively, Mobley and Allen play together. Offensively, as currently constructed, their best lineups do not include those two. That's now, why to you got to At the same out. time. At the, at the same, same time. time. I agree with To that. Jason's point in the article, yeah. and I, I agree with the premise of it. I do too. But can, can it happen? But it's more of the threat. I'm, I'm he doesn't we have don't to, know if it can happen. But Mike, they've never given it a try. For him to be a threat, he's got to be a threat. Can I, can he's got to make it. Bush, what's up? Can I give you a list of big men? See, for, first of all, the th- <clears throat> phenomenon with the big men has not taken hold into a couple of years ago, That's true. right? So let's just keep it real. I can give you a list of names of people that were not good shooters, but became Embiid. Joel Embiid. Better shooters. Joel Embiid was not a shooter. He was not no shooter. No, I know he wasn't. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, all he mid-range, all, yeah, all mid-range yep. games. Five-foot jumpers, seven-foot jumpers, skyhooks. Brooke Lopez, Kelly Olenek was not jumpers. Um, the Morris twins was not jump shooters. J- Carl Towns did not start shooting threes to a couple years ago. Laurie Marketing was not that great of a shooter until he got here and started shooting. Channing Frye. Uh, you look at Rasheed Wallace in his game. Uh, Antoine Walker. Kevin Love was not shooting threes like that. Now he only now, shoots now threes. Now listen, to be fair... Like guys like Jokic and and Embiid, Joker, they were shooting low thirty percent, but they were getting three, four shots a game. Of course, he's not shooting well. He's taking one three pointer a game. You're not going to get any rhythm. He should. It's. It seems obvious to me. So if he starts shooting five a game, he'll be up near thirty percent. I would. You think? I, I. Hopefully, and if he doesn't, then well, but you got to give it a chance. We've never tried that. It's what James He's never, never been a volume three point shooter. I'll give you that. Yeah, exactly. But I so, think the reason for that is he's not a shooter. Well, we don't know that because he hasn't had the opportunity to. He's he not a shooter so far. yet. We, we, we've seen that to this point of his career, two and a half yeah. seasons. He's not, he's been, not been, been able to hit a consistent jump shot. But he's also no. 21 years old. To say Absolutely. he'll never be a shooter if, Mike, is, is way too early to write him off. Sorry to cut you off, Mike. How do you know if a guy can't be a consistent shooter if he's not given the opportunity or he hasn't done it? Maybe he needs more confidence. I don't know. When, we, when they drafted him... The Cavs thought he could be a three-point shooter, but now he's averaged 1.2 three-pointers per attempt per year, and Bull, we're going to give up on him at 20? That's Bull, crazy. Bull. You're not giving up on him as a player. He just as a three-point shooter. Why? But we Bull, don't know enough. Bull, we haven't seen Bull, enough. What Bull is saying is you have to be intentional about what you're yes, doing. Yes, exactly. You have to have a game plan to be purposeful and say, okay, you're not a good shooter now. But here's what we want. Let's show you on film where you didn't take this three-point shot and you hesitated. I, now I let's say, be intentional and say, that let that go. See, <laughs> shooting threes is almost like the running game. You might not hit all of them. You might not get a touchdown every time you run the ball, but you have to utilize it in order to keep the defense honest because you can't have the, the paint back. So listen, that shot Just that you're going to shoot, pull it. now you give Jared Allen the opportunity for a rebound. Now, if you swing it, if you hit that a couple of times, they got to rotate over. If you have to be, you have to have a game plan that says we want you to take that. And if you don't say that, you really don't know if he's going to develop I, into that. I, I just, hey, Ty, real quick, perfect example of that, G. In Brook Lopez's first eight seasons in the NBA, first eight seasons, he took 31 threes, shot 0.97 percent, so less Jesus. than 10 percent. First eight seasons, 31 total threes. It's crazy. He goes. His last season in Brooklyn, they added Kevin Garnett. That was the year with uh, – not Kevin Garnett, sorry. No. But that was in 2016, 2017. They had, I forget who the big man was, but they needed him to step outside. He shot 387 threes the next year. He went from 31 in what his first eight season. He shot 35%. Okay. So let me ask you this. At that point in his life, is this – and I don't know because I didn't follow it closely with him. <laughs> is that something that he just said, okay, you know what, I'm just going to go and I'm going to work on my three-point shot until I develop my three-point shot? Well, he never had a chance. He had 31 shots in eight career in eight seasons. Right. So well, I had no and, idea. And no by the way, too, it was a different NBA then. It yeah. was. It was a much different NBA yes. then. 
And I, uh, Jason's premise, I agree with. What a wonderful world it would be if this guy could make three-pointers. <laughs> but if, are we going to let Austin Hedges steal bases? How do we know we can't steal bases? Well, I mean, look at him. We, we don't think he can steal bases. Is he suddenly going to become fast? Okay, so it's, it's, are you really comparing Austin Hedges' ability to steal and Evan Moe? I'm using Evan a player. I'm using old, a player who yeah. has a skill set that we're so, going to try to force him into that hole because who knows? Maybe has, he can steal but the bases. The team has so, said they think he's capable. So let me. Of it. So I know why, they have. So why wouldn't you give him the opportunity? Wait, if he's never done it. Jay, has uh, the same team told him? Back off on the threes? Jay, are no, you? No, I don't think so. I don't know that either. Mike, I why is he not know, shooting anymore? I need to know how many threes are you comfortable with him taking a game? Not one a game. Not not even one. Because that was basically where he was so you, when he was so, 22. So Evan Mobley should not even go to the three-point uh, Here's left. what I want. If Evan Mobley can prove that he can hit three-pointers. And my guess how is how can they, he prove look, it without it's not in a so game? So, Paul, if they, do you think they've seen him shoot in practice? Sure. Okay. So we have it. We don't know. And they want him to shoot threes. Jason said it in the article. Listen, I want him to make threes. I don't want him to shoot threes. I want him to make threes. But Jay, you're talking so, in circles here. You said I am you not. Said they've seen him in practice. Yes, I said they, they want him to shoot, and you're saying he shouldn't shoot. Bull. So they have possibly, perhaps, we don't know this. Yeah. I don't know that they've been asked this. Somebody needs to ask JB. He just said it in let, the, let Jason's me, article. Why is he shooting less let, threes let, now? Let me, I don't know. Let, let me give you this. this I don't either. This is something y'all will perfectly understand. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to baseball. All the time in baseball, there are pitchers, right? And you might be a two-pitch two guy. You might be three pitches. How, how often do they tell you, you know what? We think you could throw a splitter. We think you could throw a curveball. We think you could throw a slider. So they go in the lab and they work on those pitches, right? Now, sometimes those pitches are, unless you consistently work on them and you throw them in bullpen sessions, you eventually have to throw those in the game. That's right. Are you going to sure. hang one of them? Sure, but you're working on stuff. Another thing, velocity. Nowadays, people believe you can teach philosophy. I watch these videos. Yeah. These guys come in and get a guy. He said, this guy is strong. He has a nice base, lower body. This guy, you've be, always been able to increase velocity. That's but, not, but that's, but that's, it's about training though, right? It's about how you, if your mechanics are good and they're like, listen, we could tweak this, 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 and he has the raw talent. We believe that he can throw three to four more miles. But, but out G, of the there is one difference okay. in baseball. If you have two A plus pitches, mm -hmm. no one's going to touch you. Mm -hmm. They're fine with that. If you have a B plus pitch and your secondary pitch is a C plus pitch, you damn well better get a third and fourth pitch. And, and you, so, you're going to need to. So, it, But in Allen's case, or excuse me, in Mobley's case, he has some A-plus skill sets to him. He has an A-plus skill set as far as uh, defense. We know he's a, he's a, he's a, has a potential to be a great defender. And maybe he's, that's what he is. And, and, but here's the thing. If you're in the NBA in this NBA and you are a big you are forward. You have to be able to stretch the four. There's no more sense in the regular power fours. You got to stretch the four. So if you're oh. a defender, you got. He has to. That's that's. He got to get I'm gonna tell you right now. If he go to Golden State, he be he become a really good shooter. Let me read you two. Let me read you two. Really good shooter. Let me read this from Jason's <laughs> article. Nice they could. <laughs> this from Jason's article this morning. All right. He said the Cavs want nothing more than for Mobley to become a viable three-point threat. Of course. It is the single biggest factor that could unlock levels this roster hasn't yet reached. Totally agree. Now, now let me re read you quotes later in the article <laughs> from JB. Quote, if Evan is open behind the three-point line, we've talked to him. He's got to take those shots. He has the ability yep. to make those shots, but it's yep. difficult in the game if you're only going to shoot one game, only going to shoot one a game or one every two weeks. He's flat out saying... Shoot the ball more, Evan. That's what he's saying. Let me ask that Mike quote. a question. Mike, what, obviously that fa the, the player's psyche factors into that. Gotta, he clearly doesn't have confidence in the shot. Or he would <laughs> let it rip more often. Yeah, I mean, so what is, the, what is the – because the premise is, is like, yeah, I want a Maserati. The, the Cavs say they want nothing more than for Evan Mobley to become a shooter. If you're the Guardians, you want nothing more for, than your outfielders to each hit 30 home runs. Like, of course. That's not the same thing, well, Jay. Well, you know what you want. He's saying that I, he's capable. Now I'm going to go to that. Yeah. Now, to the, to the point where apparently he has a green light to do this. So, jump into his mind as a shooter. Why isn't he doing it? I mean, I think in the offensive system when you have Allen and Mobley, he's just not out in the corner a ton. 
No, he's not. He First but he's, now they played it differently. So now they're playing. They weren't playing this style of basketball. I this, agree. Yesterday was his first game with this style of play. I so agree. now there's so going to be more opportunity. Why? But what do you mean why? It's only I, been one I game. I think we'll start to see him shoot some more. No. He has said in the past he's got to start shooting those shots when he's open. He's had, and I've seen it. He's yeah. had instances where he's been open on the wing with the ball in his hand. I think and you know what saying, I'm Jay? saying when I'm watching it? Don't do it. I think what you're getting at is confidence. I mean, look, that's, I, that's I exactly Kuro where I'm going. And the only way he's going to build his confidence is by making shots. So and I, to, at, on the other river. side, if he starts letting them fly and he continues to be what he's been, he's gonna, his confidence is going to erode because he's not making those shots. He becomes less likely to shoot those shots if he shoot or shoot. I, they, they don't care about the percentages, My and I totally exactly. agree. Just and I think it. someone said Rajon Rondo or whoever yeah, it was. Don't. Hell yeah, man. That, that guy's built to shoot. I don't give a That's ass. what he has to do. Uh, also, you got to take it. It's got to be a rhythm. You, got, you guys got ah. to take it into consideration this, too. <laughs> you jacked up 20 <laughs> games. Evan Mobley is a young player. Um, Evan Mobley, is. You, sometimes people are born with the mentality to go get it. Sometimes you're not born with that. When you got... Alpha mentalities like Donovan Mitchell. He's very passive. When, when, when you when you even very passive, even right. George Niang is, is 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 over the top. You got guys. Those guys, the bigs, are not what we have. Big personalities. Sometimes you got to grow into that. Can can you? Uh, I think we all agree here. He's overly passive. Can you change that, Mike? Can you change your level of aggression? Yes. On the court, you can. Yeah. It's a, if it's that's not a, it's in you naturally, yeah. how, do, how do you do that? How it's do you? A, it's a how choice. do you become a dog? It's a choice. So you just say, "I'm going to be a that's dog." That's right. Now. Yes. Even if that's and not it, your personality, it, 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 because I swear I, to God, I've been that's told, the truth. I've been told, and, you, and you said this before. <laughs> hey, man, if the guy's not a leader, he's not a leader. You can't knock him for that. If you would, there are if, levels to it. Listen, but yeah, you can change. Okay, of course there are levels you don't have to, to it. Toughness to is a choice. No, I'm I'm comparing that. Like, I don't care what nobody we said said. in the past, like, come on, Miles, lead. And <laughs> guys would say, no, tough, it's not toughness, like there's a leadership toughness switch. Toughness and being a dog under your is a choice. I'm telling you right now, because a lot of people grow up and they're not, they're not naturally tough. Right. But if you tell yourself, you know what, today I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the baddest MF out there, huh. and I don't care what nobody say. Huh. You will go out there and you will be that guy. Wow. No kidding. I did it. That's amazing. Oh, I did it. But no, see now, but the, but then I got I turned twenty. I, I'm about to be thirty in a couple of weeks, and I'm not. You know, mm. I, I had kids. Are and you I having a big party? You're soft now, right? I'm not soft. That's a difference. I, I ain't soft. soft, but I ain't. Are you having I'm not, a I, I ain't turned up all the way. No. I'm not. <laughs> Why aren't you having a thirtieth birthday party? It's just another day. Mm. I'm, cut, I'm, hey, I'm cutting my hair bald that day. All right, so I want to see him shooting four threes <laughs> a game starting right now. Mike, would you? Do you think? It's a good idea for him to shoot three to four threes a game. I don't think it hurt right now. Then do it. Uh, Let's fly. No, no downside. If it, and we'll right find now. out what he's hit, what he's got. If it doesn't work, okay, you're in no different position than you are now. If it does work, wow, this team maybe can reach a whole new level. I, I think to the, to go to the championship. I I do believe that if he does become the shooter they need him to be, I think they're a threat to win a championship. So then you got to do, do it. However, however. I also, I, I'm, I'm just of the mindset, I'm a little different than you guys in that. You say, no, you know, you can just tell yourself, no, 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 I'm tough now. And then you're tough. Mm-hmm. Or no, 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 I'm a three-point sh- I'm, I'm shooter now. Try it. And now, now you're a three-point shooter. Try it. It isn't really different from a guy in baseball <laughs> saying, oh, now I'm a home run hitter. Try I've hit him in batting practice. <laughs> I'm going to try to hit him in the game. Swinging for the fences. <laughs> go. Every Let's last go. one. Now, <laughs> I think, I do agree with this premise. You can't find out in a playoff series. Right. That's a fact. So, Let's find out. Let's. If I'm, in fact, if I'm JB, here's what I tell him. For every 10 minutes of floor time you get, I want at least one three-pointer. And that's a mandate. I'm not, you pick when the spot is. If you play 30 minutes, you better have three-point, three-point shot attempts. We have to figure out if you've gotten any better at shooting threes. That's right, because it's hard. He's only, for his career, he's averaged 1.23 attempts per game. That's low. It's hard to be... Like, even you look at some of these other guys who have become good three-point shooters that are big guys, their numbers have gone up, but they also, they were at least attempting <clears> three a game. I wonder how hard he really careers. worked on it in the off-seasons. I wonder I that. Know. That we don't know. Maybe he knows he didn't work hard enough on it, and he knows he's not going to suddenly start magically hitting threes. Okay. So, I, it is a confidence issue for me. Sure. That's and I don't, want a, a, I don't want a guy who's shaky in his confidence jacking up threes I, I but just, let's try it in the pre or yeah. the regular season I, I mean I would just say it's like the same thing we talked about with Deshaun Watson to some degree where we said 
well, if he can't handle Joe Flacco as a backup, he's never going to be good anyway. Right, right. If, if Evan Mobley can't handle the failure of shooting poorly from three, at least initially, well, we'll, well he was never going to make we'll it We'll anyway. find out now with this new uh, style of offense they run. He ain't got no choice but to shoot him. Yeah. So. yeah. We'll, and I will say we're, this. We're going to find out. It, 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 Evan Mobley has a high ceiling. We all agree. That's why nobody wants to trade this guy. If he doesn't develop that shot, he'll never be the unicorn we no. thought and hoped he could that's be. Tr- that's right. So if, if I'm JB, I tell him, it's, it's in your hands. You can be a really good player. You can be an elite defender. But if you want to be an elite player who a team can build around and you can lead to a championship, this is the missing piece. Develop right. it. You better tell him you could be Brooke Lopez or you could be Ben Simmons. Hey, 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 let's be clear. And I'll be hey, like, you hey, know hey, what? I'm hey, shooting. Listen, first of all, we're not going to do that. He is not Ben Simmons. No. And by all intents and purposes, he does work hard. By the way, has Whoa. anybody thought wait, wait, of a- Ben, they, Kyrie was yelling at Ben last year to shoot in the middle of a game. Shoot it, Ben. He's not ben has anybody gone off a cliff faster than Ben Simmons? Like, no. The guy was triple, an all-star. He almost had a triple-double last night, Bull. But he hasn't so really done it. He's barely played. Yeah, no, but he's, think he's about, I, I know right now it's hard to have confidence in Evan Mopley shooting threes, and that's why he probably doesn't have a lot of confidence. But in theory, if he could shoot three and a half threes a game and even make 30, 31%, what a difference that could make sure. for this team. But he does have to be in the 30s, I think. Or yeah, he just, yeah, he just, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, he has to be in the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. And he hasn't been near the 30s yet. No, so, and what if, he, what if he does start jacking up threes and he's 20%? We see he's still got to shoot him. Well, he, then you learn for, you can't for, play well, in you, the playoffs. And the reason you can't do it, there's a, I don't, you may know the equation. It was explained to me once about the percent, where you have to be. Like three-point shooters, obviously the game's now a three-point shooting contest because guys can make them. But in the past, before guys could make them at this clip, it was analytically, you put yourself at a disadvantage when you did it. I think it was around 33%, if I'm not mistaken, was, was the base number for where you want to be because obviously it's three points versus two points, and a three-pointer is a third more than two. So if when you start shooting below the thirty percent, you're you're putting yourself at a statistical disadvantage. No, it kind of depends on the player, though. It's a make or miss league. No, it goes up. It goes like two points and three points. The difference between two and three, it's sixty-seven percent. A right, two right. is sixty-seven percent. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Wow. Right, let's move on to our next topic. Talk a little wide receiver options for the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Play a game, pass out the whiteboards while I do a game time read. Because if you've ever had a difficult time or a frustrating experience buying tickets, I can guarantee you weren't using game time. Game time has killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive, and you can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps on the Game Time app. So make sure you download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. The Cavs at home again on Wednesday. If you want last-minute deals, make sure you use Game Time to see Darius Scarlett and his return. Download the Game Time app. Use promo code Locked On for $20 off. <laughs> last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. All right, guys, so we're going to play a little, uh, a little dating game, actually, here. Okay. We're going to do the Browns free agent wide receiver dating game, and it starts by you guys writing down on your board the number one option in your mind of all the potential free agents, not Terrell Owens, Tybus, erase that. Let's, let's be serious here, guys. That's, that's, who you that's would want the Browns know, to pair with Amari Cooper and free agent. Now, these could be guys who you think get tagged. For this, we're putting everyone. So write a name on your board and then put it face down. We'll revisit it in a sec after we play My this game. My name is in. Is everyone locked in their name? Jay's locked in. G's locked in. Tyvis. Is it possible we all have a different name? Yes. There is. I know who Tyvis is saying, and I know it's not who you said, so I can assure you we're not unanimous. You don't know who I said. Well, I know it's not who Tyvis said because Tyvis okay. is off. Tyvis okay. is wrong. Oh, okay. Tyvis and here's how like, it's going to work. So yeah. now you guys have those boards face down. Boy, you can put it on the, the table. I'm going to give you guys a list of contestants and some characteristics about each contestant. And you're going to see at the end if the contestant you would want the Browns to pair up with Amari Cooper is the contestant you wrote on your board beforehand. Are you guys ready? Mike, how many, how many times during this process will I say to you, we need better context? Uh, at least 12. Mm. At least 12. <laughs> Steve, hit the music. And let's start dating. Contestant this is like number the dating one. Show. The dating game. 
I searched long and hard on Universal to find dating six music. Steve four. Contestant 1. Oh, I know who that This is. receiver is six foot four and runs a 4.5240 yard dash. He finished top 15 in the NFL this year in both receptions and yards. He's a 36-inch vertical jump. He's coming off the best statistical season of his career. Did he? Guys, this is contestant number one. Can we say who it is? No. Oh, okay. You take a guess. I won't confirm, but you take a guess. It's Michael Pittman. Maybe, maybe not. Are you guys ready for contestant number two? No, it definitively is Michael Pittman. (laughs) Could be. Maybe he's not. Contestant number two, Steve, you ready? Let's go. This wide receiver is a oh, Super Bowl champion. I know, we know who that is. He's yeah. <laughs> a two-time second-team All-Pro, a five-time Pro Bowler, is a first-round pick. Well, we know who that is. Could yeah. be interesting. Could be a nice little choice. Steve, let's go number three. This player is a two-time first-team All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler. He's led the NFL in receptions twice, and he won a national championship in college. I think I know who that is. Okay, how many are there? Seven. Oh, seven. Seven. Wow. A lot of options. Steve, contestant number four. <laughs> this player ran a 4-2-7 40-yard dash. He was the first receiver drafted in his draft class. He has a career-long touchdown of 83 yards, and in his career against the Browns, has nearly 300 receiving yards and a touchdown. Contestant number five, Steve, was a top-10 draft pick. Led the NFL in yards per reception once. He won a national championship in college. He played with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Contestant number six has at least five receptions, uh, five receiving touchdowns in every season of his career. Has three touchdowns in seven career playoff games. Will also won a national championship in college. Is a big play threat. A 50-yard or longer touchdown in every season of his career. And last but not least, Steve, contestant number seven. Oh, I know who that is. A second-team All-Pro one time. He was a first-round draft pick. Won two national championships. Jeez. And ran a 4-4-3 40-yard dash. So we're supposed to say which of those would best fit into the Browns? Based off their characteristics. Okay. I, I would say think. there's almost nothing in those characteristics that would help me make a decision. I know my... Well, no, there, there could be. To like, me, in my opinion. My what about if the guy was... If it's Mike Evans and he's been around for 10 seasons? Well, yeah, he, I'm just saying... Was, like, I think he like, was contestant number three. Somebody getting a Pro Bowl six years ago, that, that's who cares? Number four... Right. No, let me see number four. Again. So he needs more. Titus wants to see contestant number four. Is he the four or five? Let's see contestant number four, please. He ain't number four. That ain't Hold four. on. No, wait a minute. I got. Is he the four or five? This That's my right number there. Four, Titus. That's my answer. All right. And let me. That's my answer. Can we do rapid five, uh, five and six real quick? Steve, yeah. Let's say contestant number five, please. Not <laughs> uh, six, please. And contestant number six. Is that Mike? I think we should be able. Right. To, I think we should be able to ask the contestants questions. Sure, yeah. just like the dating game. I will, I'll try to answer to the best of my contestant ability. Number okay, four. Contestant number one. Okay, Steve, take contestant number one. See, now one. all of this is being done under the assumption that they're not going to get tagged. Yes. And some of these are going to get tagged. Potentially. Yes. At least I think at least one. No, contestant number four will not. No, I don't think he will either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to ask contestant number one. Yes, sir. What kind of offense are you most comfortable in? I grew up on the West Coast, so maybe a West Coast offense. Very good. That's a good answer. That, nope, Great that's answer. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Any other questions? You get one question per contestant. Uh, no, contestant number six. Was your 40 time about four, just under 4-6? I believe that's accurate. Yes, okay. sir. Contestant number five. What is your injury history? I played the fifth. I know you do because I know who it is. <laughs> Funny you take the fifth and you're contestant number five. Contestant number four. Yeah, you're way too injured. <laughs> he ain't a, he, I don't want this guy. Contestant number four. Were you excited when the Ravens lost this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I went to Hollywood and threw a party. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. So, All right so, let, so contestant Jay, who would you pick? I want contestant number one. So he took contestant number one. Steve, our first reveal. Jay, hold your board up. And Jay hold nailed up. it. It is Michael Pittman. Yeah. Jay, Michael congratulations. Pittman. MPJ, not DPJ. MPJ. G. Bush, which contestant did you like the best? Of course. You already know what I said, man. 
Hollywood. Oh my goodness, he went with contestant number four, Steve. You can reveal four here. Yeah. Four, real yeah. Four. Yep. I like that he went. Everybody has a different guy. Come on now. Yeah, I yeah. think everyone hey. will have a different guy. Come on now. Marquise Brown. I like yeah. that. Come on now. I know. <laughs> You got, they got the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. I, I told we we have a pact. Come uh, on now. We, we have a silent pact that we're not bringing no four fives in no. here. No. <laughs> everybody okay. else is the problem with the offense now. That's what we need right it there. It is what we need. It's, yeah. Well, my, my first four, choice wait, is, is not a four five. He's a four six. Here we go. <laughs> but he's the best player of the bunch. He is. The, I think he is the best player of the he bunch. He is the best player of the and bunch. Even though Mike said, let's just take out of the equation that the cast. Or the uh, the franchise tag. I can't. He's, I, he's out here. I don't think it's 100% certain the Bengals are going to franchise I do. Him. They're Bo- dumb if they I don't. Bo- if they don't. They're dumb. Then they stumbled into success, yeah, and they're going to work their way back we'll into pick, failure. We'll now, pick in the listen, draft they've they been, as much as I don't like uh, uh, Mike Brown, they have been, they have almost all their decisions in the last three or four years have been extremely smart. If they let him go, well, it undoes a lot of that. I I don't agree with that, but I I think they will probably franchise. I hope they don't. What reason would they not? Did you get? Yeah. Uh, Well, let me rephrase that. I think it's it's, money. No, no, no. I think it's possible they could franchise him and trade him. Why? To get something for it. Yeah, because he's going to leave in a year after anyway. Well, Well, let me ask you guys this first. Can't you? Tag a player two years in a row. Two years, I yes. guess he could. So, I mean, that would yeah. kick the can down the road I, on I'm that. I'm just saying, did, I don't think I'm 100% guys, certain. But did, did you guys see the part of the Quincy Avery and Deshaun Watson podcast? Oh, you yeah, have it? Yeah, we'll play it for you in one second. Well, he, oh. we'll well, he wants T. Higgins. And we'll he doesn't want T. Higgins. He wants to marry T. Higgins. If that's the case, tell him to cut his salary a little bit. Well, that's why he's got to redo his salary. This is Deshaun Watson with Quincy Avery on their podcast, QB Unplugged, talking about T. Higgins. All right. He's at at a loss of words. Steve wants to turn sound down. I know you was down the road with family ties. You know, Avery, Freda, we want to pass the ball. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. like, that's what we're going to do. We're going to pass it a lot. You know what I'm saying? To Chubb and Ford. He ain't got to leave the state. He ain't got to leave the state. And we're going to take good care of you. The Cleveland fans are going to love you. They're going to love you to death. And we got the Clemson ties. We don't get to play with each other, but this is our opportunity. So, like, man, come on over to the land. I'm telling you, you you already know what's up. First of all, Quincy Avery didn't shut up the whole interview. Number two, G and J were talking as if nobody could hear them while we were trying. Oh to no, we weren't open, were we? <laughs> we I don't think our mics were open. You guys are always open. Oh, you're always oh. open. Why are you keeping our mics open during a soundbite? <laughs> you you got to talk to Director Steve. <laughs> yeah, on yeah we should always be closed during the soundbite. So, 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 let, me, so let me explain what we were talking about. We was laughing. We <laughs> laughed yesterday. Because he said he's going to throw the ball a lot. I said 70 yeah. 30 is a lot. I said it might be 80 20 like lean ground beef. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have an audio guy. It's Steve trying to click buttons and do stuff. And All right. Oh, I'll, so. I'll let him off the hook for that. Uh, because me, he's a good enough director to know that obviously fair. the talents Mike let, should die. Bull, real quick, let me go around the horn, though. Okay. And we'll yeah. start with you, Jay. We'll end with Bull because Higgins will do a bigger talking off point. You chose Michael Pittman I did. over everyone else. Why Pittman over guys like Higgins, Evans, Ridley, Thomas, those guys? Again. Uh, I couldn't play along with your pretend exercise. <laughs> I, I, I work in, in abstract. I, I work in reality. I, I, in my real world, and look, I hope Cincinnati doesn't franchise them. If they don't, I think Cleveland has a, I think they would be the team to get, to beat, to get them. Because you just heard their quarterback, who we've already decided we're going to give the keys to the castle. Who do you want? What do you want? And I, if you paid attention, and maybe you couldn't hear it because G and I were running our yaps, yeah. but one of the things that stood out to me about that is, well, we're going to throw the ball. Oh, a lot. We're going to throw it a lot. So that explains a lot of the things that have happened recently. AVP, out. Mm-hmm. Ken Dorsey, throw-heavy coordinator, in. They have told him, what do you want to do? That's what we're going to do. But Pittman's just as likely to be franchised as Higgins. That's what I would I believe. Think. I believe you're right, but I, I, don't, I don't know that I believe that. I believe that of the two, I yeah. think that, in my mind, Pittman's more likely to be available than... I, I actually would disagree because at least the Bengals have... A, T. Higgins is the Bengals' number two receiver. Pittman is the Colts' number one. Yes, but 
if you look at what Cincinnati does, and you know it better than anybody, they are, I, I call them the three amigos. You've got to keep these three together. I Chase, agree. Higgins, and Burrow. That's a championship core. I, I agree. I still think. The, so the I, stakes are higher for Cincinnati. They're a Super Bowl contender if they keep Higgins. I, the yeah, Colts but, are not if they bring Michael Pittman. Well, back. I don't think they see it that way. Well, they, maybe they don't. But I, I don't. I think they're both very unlikely to be on the market. I, but I think it's equal. I, I, I do. But I just it, it, look. I just think Cincinnati you know, is in a position is? to compete for a Super Bowl. You know who is going to be on the market? Who? Hollywood Brown. Yes. So Ty, yeah, why was he your pick? And G, you two, tell oh, us why because Hollywood we need, Brown over everybody else. Well, Easy. well, bec- well, because one, we need to stretch the field. We've been talking about that for that's two true. years. So, and that's the one thing that's missing on this roster too. If a quarterback says he's, we're going to throw the ball a bunch of times. Deshaun Watson wants to throw the deep ball. Let's like we know Amari Cooper is really good, but you know that. He's getting up there in age. You know, you need a guy that can, a deep threat that somebody is like, oh my God, I, it's Hollywood Brown. I'm checking. Let me back up. That creates so much space for everybody else to eat. And Deshaun Watson is one of the best deep ball throwers in the NFL. Let him throw the deep ball to a guy that can get the ball. That he that can get down there and make some plays. He just said it so eloquently, and I'm, I'm just piggyback that and just throw some more on the top of it. It's Operation Stockpile. I want DeAndre Hopkins, too, on top of that. <laughs> I want to sign a two-year deal. I think he did. I think he did, too. By the way, you know what the best thing about Marquise Brown is? He and I share a birthday. Well, then we got to get him. Wow. Got to get, like, get him. I want took, him and Ridley. If shoot. we took Pittman and Higgins out of it as the two guys likely to be franchise tag, Marquise Brown would be what, my top choice. What are the red flags with Marquise Brown? He get hurt. He hurt. That's, and Over that, Calvin Ridley. How many times has, games has he missed? Well, it's either Ridley or Brown now, for me. No, I, listen. I, 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 would, I, would, I want both. I, I want would, both, too. <laughs> he wants everything. I, I want both, too. I want both. Like, listen, figure it out. Because at the end of the day, Amari Cooper's getting older. Ridley is what, 28, 29? Yeah. Something I think like he's that. Really close, but maybe a little younger. So they got Cooper. that they got that man. Alabama connection man, right there. Man. Sure. Let go ahead and let them roll tie for a year together. <sighs> right. Man. And after this year, Calvin really can be a legit number one wide receiver. I mean, Amari Cooper them. will probably be done. And mm-hmm. you already had your transition, but I still want Hollywood Brown for I mean, the reason all, you can stretch. Don't the field. don't sell me. I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> don't sell me on you throwing the ball. You saying all this, I'm going to throw the ball. We go, we got all these dudes. No, we don't. You can't throw the ball with David Bell. I don't want to hear nothing. I, you got hey, Mark why, Cooper. Why are you bringing David Bell in? Mr. Three touchdowns on the season. David okay, well, Bell. listen, I'm, I'm going to strike him for the records. He ain't even on the team. Three touchdowns. Mind. Three games. You know, Marquise, Marquise <laughs> Brown, guys, has not missed as many games as I thought. He, how, how many did he play this past year? So, this 14. year he played 14 out of oh, 17. Oh, I would have said it was low. You know I would have said about 10. When I think about last year, hold on one second. Last year he played 12, so he missed five games. Yeah. In 2021, he missed one game, but that was with Baltimore. They may have just sat, he may have just sat out the last game. They have. You know? Yeah. And in 2020, he played every game. So, he's only, you know, he's only missed more than three games once in the last four years. I think that when I think about Marquise Brown, I think about the fact that Mark Jackson went to the bathroom, came back, and threw a game-winning touchdown against the Cleveland Browns yeah. to Hollywood Brown. That's a fact. That, that's what I think about. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Didn't just go to the bathroom. Yeah. He made a mess. <laughs> I'm surprised no one picked Mike Evans in a perfect world. I, I, I like Mike Evans, but I just, I'm, I'm worried he, about the age. He man. ain't leaving. I'm worried about the, the age. The person and I, he had some drops this year that well, were I mean, he uncharacteristic He did, he did last year with Tom Brady, too. With Brady and with Baker this and, year. And, he dropped some passes. And if, you, and, if you, and if you sign in Baker Mayfield, why would you not have a receiver to throw the ball to? Like, yeah, they've got to keep their trio together. To be, to be honest with you, out of everybody on that list, if injury wasn't a factor, I'd take Mike Williams. 
Big play, Mike. Yeah, you can throw it up there. Yeah, Mike, Mike Williams. His hurts. injury history. That's why really I said. I just. What did he, I start it off by he saying? He what hurts his middle school. If, if, if injury wasn't a thing, Jeez. I would take Mike Williams over that all man of them. Be hurt every week. He do. Yeah, he do. Mike. This might be the year he stay healthy though. What about Mike Thomas, Tyvis, your former teammate. Michael Thomas. Listen, Mike ain't been healthy By the either. And Mike can stay healthy. Yeah, that'd be nice. Mike but. Williams also hasn't missed as many games as I thought. Yeah, really? Mike, what? Now, last year he missed basically the I'm whole I'm about to season. say he missed the whole. Did he tell us? Besides last year, in 2022, he missed four games. That's a third of the or fourth of the season. 2021, he missed one. 2020, he missed one. And 2019, he missed one. So. I think it, I think what's in our mind is most recent is this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and yeah. I mean, he's missed. I take Mike Williams. He's missed. Players usually don't get healthier when they get older. I'm not about to. I'm, I'm not going to take. <laughs> a and Mike, by the way, Mike Williams is older than you think. I'm shocked by this. Thirty-one. No, not that old. Okay, but I thought he was like 26, 27. I would have had him twenty-eight or twenty-nine. He, he's he'll, he's twenty. He'll turn thirty during the season. Oh, no. Mike Williams. Oh, never mind. I didn't know. <laughs> never, never mind. I gotta get. A, and that's <laughs> early in the season. I, I gotta know get a, that. I gotta get a glory hands. Oh no. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not taking a thirty-year-old <laughs> in. I did not know right. that. No, 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 no. I mean, I would take Mike Evans. The guy's still a great player. Yeah, he had a few drives and thirteen touchdowns. Here's the thing. I don't. I'm tired of seeing receivers box out. I'm <laughs> bought some. Hey, throw me a back what shoulder. You mean? That hey, man, that no. man, go throw, up and get throw it. Throw me a back shoulder. That means you can't get no separation. If they got to throw back shoulders to you and everybody all draped over your body, I don't want that. No, I need somebody wide open. I, I think in the end, guys, realistically, Pittman and Higgins will probably be off the market, and Marquise Brown and Ridley make the most sense. They're both speed receivers. But I would lean with with you to take Brown over. Like Creed, what arms wide open? That's what I need. Somebody wide open. Wide open. I think what we could agree on is in your vein of Operation Stockpile. Like it better be two. Again, I said. I said that Andrew Barry saw after the 22 season. We have two gaping holes on this roster: defensive, middle of the defensive line, Mm -hmm. and wide receiver. Instead of sprinkling magical dust on both, he just like he went Operation Stockpile Part One on the D line, yeah. and this year's priority and number one objective is to go out and get the wide receivers to make that call. But they're not going to spend big on two wide receivers, and they, they don't need to. See, here's the why thing. don't they? Here's the thing: they do need to. They need the talent. But what did you see? You know what I think they're going to do? They're going to. Instead of these, you know, instead of the cars on the um, still used car lot, but they're certified used, yeah. certified new, or pre-owned. Pre-owned. They're not going to be in that certified pre-owned market because these guys are, are very expensive. Uh, to be they're going to be in the lower tier sedan market, and they're well, going to try to do like they did with the defensive line. They didn't. Mi- I think Zedaria Smith was a name that we all got excited about falsely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you even pointed yeah. out his production had dropped off. I think what they're going to do is bring in three guys that we've all heard of, but they're not on the certified pre-owned lot. Yeah, I don't like that. I I mean, you may be right. I don't like it. If they sign a guy, again, let's assume that Higgins and and Pittman are not on the board. If they sign Ridley or Brown, I'm not (coughs) expecting them to also sign Mike Evans. That's not realistic. No, No, no way are they going to get three of these seven. That's what I'm saying. What's the date on the franchise tag? Is it March 15th? I don't know. No, it's got to be before that because they're going to they gonna sign one out of free agent. They're going to draft one in the second round. Well, so, they're definitely going to draft one in the second round. So, that makes sense. That so is watch this. That's yeah. how they're going to draft if However, you, guys, they, they, get, and they can't guys. You Where, cannot miss but, but on that second round pick. That pick is late in the second round, which means it's awfully close to the third round. Yeah. And we know their track record at third round drafting. It's a different guys on your board, by the way. Huh? Say it again? The difference between the second was and the Will third. Fuller one of the guys on your Eight board? Picks. No, the oh, guys so on the what? board were Pittman, Evans, do Michael Thomas, Hollywood Hold on, Brown. Let me just, guys, can I just hear this? I want to hear the other guys that were on the board that we didn't talk about. Who else was it? I mean, the seven we made graphics were Pittman, <laughs> Evans, Michael Thomas, Hollywood Brown, Mike Williams, T. Higgins, Calvin Ridley. Those are the seven. Uh, Michael Thomas. I, I well, no uh, whoa, whoa. Buckeye, are you Buckeye talking about? Shot. You talking about national champion Mike? No, Thomas? I'm talking about he's shot. Mike Thomas. <laughs> he's not shy. He he's just, completely shy. He just hasn't been healthy in three and or four it, How years. old is he at this point? 
29? He's 28. Hey, man, he's really? Young. He's younger than Mike Williams. I'm about killer. to turn 29. Did he come out a year early? He did, I think. Yes, he did. That's why he seems older than hey, he is. Mike Thomas out here, another basketball player. We ain't boxing out out here. We're Ooh. not having you do Whoa. sit-down routes. Whoa, we need a possession receiver. Mike Thomas, if it touched Mike's hands, Mike catching it. Oh, wait, no, no. I was looking at the Mike. Uh, he's if 30, it touched Mike's hands, Mike he's catching 30. it. He's 30. Yeah. Yeah, that's, he's old. Yeah, you're up the, the line of demarcation. Hey. Is Mike, Mike Thomas wasn't fast when he was at Ohio State. He was uh, not. By the way, <laughs> no. at all. First but of all, okay. he's, not, he's about to turn 31 in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Number two, you know how many games he's played the last four years? Ten. I'd say he's averaged six. Ten. He's been out a lot, man. He's played 20. He's averaged five games a year over the last yeah, four years. And he's going to be 31? No. <laughs> he's yeah, done. Afraid. He's not even getting a listen, job. I don't listen, think. if it touches my hands, Mike catch it. Yeah, hey, hey, look. Oh, someone will take a chance on him. He's not going to get a big contract. Not at all. He already, I mean, nobody big, gave he already had a hundred million. If it touches my hands, Mike okay, catch it. Okay, great. All right, do you need to do a read before we bring I got to do a read, okay. and we're going to bring in our next guest. Very excited to have our next guest joining us. But first, happy Super Bowl season to everybody who celebrates from FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seats on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. And the best place to do that is FanDuel. They have so many different ways to help you end the season with the W or two or three or maybe four like Mr. Flacco did for the Cleveland Browns to end the season. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for who will score touchdowns, how many points will be scored, and so much more. And right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more <laughs> wins. So make sure you visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash UCSS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.